and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Tuesday, January the 23rd. And we're back uh, with the old team. I've got Paul back. Paul. Yes, hi, how are you? Yeah, we're all right. Um, right, uh, there are a few things. Actually, there's lots of little snippets today. There's a few things worth actually talking about. Let's start with one that uh, always interests me, Jubilee Metals. Uh, I think it's a good company. I think it's well run by Liam Kurtzer. Um, I'm told is there's a bit of a site visit or something taking place during Indaba. Not that I've been invited. I tend to hear these things on the, the grapevine, as they say. Um, but, uh, Paul, what are these? We had an operational update, didn't we, um, to 31st of December? Yes, that's right. For the Q2 results here, uh, with a period end of 31 December, the chrome concentrate production was up by 13% to a new quarterly record of 381,000 tons in excess. Uh, the fourth quarter was uh, 337,000 tons, uh, or excuse me, first quarter of 24, 337,000 tons. So nice uh, growth uh, there in the uh, chrome output. Uh, copper cathode and copper in concentrate production was 749 tons, however, which was down from the Q1 uh, period. They had some operational disruptions at Rhone, and it is important to mention, too, that in the statement here, they say that they are behind schedule here uh, due to uh, not being able to get some of the electrical components uh, delivered to site for uh, Rhone. So they've been set back by a good nine weeks or so, they say. And one of the options they're considering is whether or not to actually fabricate these components uh, actually uh, nearer to source or nearer to uh, operations here in Zambia. They're trying to source those from South Africa but having difficulty so that the operation for Rhone is about uh, only about 50% of full capacity uh, where they would like to get that much better, of course. The uh, Project M, or the Moncoya Copper Resource, near the Sable Refinery, however, that project is on schedule and should be beginning uh, first deliveries to the Sable Refinery prior to the uh, fiscal year end of 2024. So uh, making good progress otherwise across other places, but the Rhone uh, uh, situation is otherwise presenting them with some uh, headaches, I think. Yeah, they're off a tad this morning at 5.85p, um, obviously down from a, a high in the sort of mid-2021s of uh, nearly uh, 20, 22, 23p, so it's had a hell of a fall. Um, still 175 million market cap. Interesting company, probably one to watch at the moment. Um, okay, what else do you like to talk about, Paul? Botswana oh, Diamonds, they just found some interesting diamonds, didn't they? What's that? Botswana Diamonds have a good diamond story. Yes, they've got got real good indications now. Uh, They report today that they have a, uh, from a a gravity geophysical anomaly, a real good candidate for a new kinderlite pipe undercover near their KX36 discovery. They're also evaluating or haven't yet completed the modeling of, of the geophysics on a further three targets, which they will have finished sometime in February, but uh, shaping up to have a real nice uh, 
uh, probability to a, a real good drilling target for them to chase. Just keep in mind that we're talking about sediment thicknesses there in Botswana, something like uh, in excess of 30 meters. So these things are rather deeply covered and they do need uh, some uh, very detailed uh, work to not uh, otherwise waste drilling funds trying to find what where the bedrock lies and where the target is. <laughs> Oh, well, good luck to them. Uh, what else, Paul? The, uh, from ASX-listed manganese producer in West Australia, Element 25, they have put out a feasibility study for the expansion or next phase of expansion on their operating butcher bird uh, uh, lump manganese uh, project, and that's looking very uh, uh, favorable as well for them. They want to get the production rate up to 1.1 million tons of lump uh, material that grades about 32% uh, manganese, uh, which is more than commercial grade. It's in the right neighborhood geographically for definitely for supply into the Asian steel industry, for instance. The capital cost requirement, very manageable here at uh, just under $50 million Australian and remember too that element 25 is trying to vertically integrate to go into the high purity manganese marketplace uh, via a plant in louisiana uh, for the battery sector as well so this uh, just in uh, uh, support of otherwise creating a larger and more robust uh, corporate story okay anything else and we see that uh, AIM quoted vast resources has managed to raise another one and a quarter million sterling and this to go toward the further development on the Bytopli operating SCARN uh, base metal mine in Romania. They have been struggling in order to make the mine operate properly to, to deliver to the cash flows for the kind of money that they have taken down in loans and so forth. So. This keeps them alive at least for a little while to continue to do that. Yeah, I think all the bloggers are talking about vast. Leave it to them, Paul, is my view. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll call it a day there, and we're back in tomorrow. Thanks. Very good. See you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.